Triple HFM Sports in association with Atlas Chartered Accountants, HK Post, Hornsby RSL and ISC Sports welcomes you to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. Here's your host, the raging bull, Anthony Caruso. Good evening and welcome to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com. Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn, and all good podcast sites. This is Anthony the Bull Caruso joining you, and yes, you guessed it, another cricket preview. But this time, we're going back to the women's. We're going to be talking about all things WBBL. The season starts this week, and I can tell you now there are so many changes that we're going to have to ram these through as quickly as we can in what is going to be the most hotly anticipated season of the WBBL. Not only that, but we'll be talking about a couple of the issues that have come up over the last few weeks with players having to pull out, not only due to international duties, but also due to mental health reasons, something very important that we very important, very close to the heart of everyone here on Triple H Sports, and we'll be talking about that tonight. I can't do this alone, but I do have one of the best joining us here to talk about all things with women's cricket. Joining us is the queen of North Taramara, Georgia Lomas Futerin. Good evening to you. Good evening, mate. Now, I mean, you could probably do it by yourself, but it would probably be a very one-sided affair, that's for sure. We always need the other input. We can't just have one opinion. Absolutely. And not only that, but we need to have something to be able to bounce off because, you know, doing one person doing a podcast for a very long period of time gets a bit tongue tiring after a while. I'm going to need a few bottles of water ready, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've got my, actually, I've got my soda stream back in the fridge ready to go. So, oh, yeah, I know. I know. So, look, uh, the, the, the standard eight teams are in, but, you know, as we mentioned at the top of the show, Oh, boy, there has been changes. And not only that, the changes have come late this year. Very late. And we're, we're talking within the past few days and weeks, guys. I mean, this is what I call leaving to the last minute. This is like my assignments, last minute. Yeah, this is, this, is, <laughs> this is basically, this is my life. This is, you know, doing the assignment. In fact, I reckon, I wonder if the people handling transfers are probably uni students thinking, oh, I'll get this done eventually. Oh, wait yeah, a minute. Uh, just soon enough, like night before, I, let's call a few people and see who's available. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, there's a series happening over in New Zealand. Oh, geez. There's a, oh, 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 they're oh, out. Oh, 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 Who are we yeah. going to call now? <laughs> I can just imagine Homer Simpson's just sitting there right now just going, and now comes the easiest part of my job, the cut. And now, <laughs> I just be, and even though I haven't been able to cut everyone wanted to, I have cut a lot of you. No, 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 no. That's a bit harsh, that. No, there's a lot of them. Yeah, had, that's lot, just a tad, just a tad. Just a tad harsh. But, you know, we, we could, you could just, it's that kind of comedy though that's going on at the moment. There's that many changes and just the, the way that it's transpired. It's going to take us all episode to get through this. So with that, the umpire strikes back and Hugh Jars are at their respective ends. The time has just ticked over and play is about to commence. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Splinters. And we're going to kick things off here tonight with our first team in alphabetical order, and it is the Adelaide Strikers, coached by Luke Williams, who finished sixth last year. And, Georgia, we mentioned straight off the bat 
you know, changes being rung through. And, oh, boy, haven't they been rung through. So go through the first ones we've got, and then we've got the internationals to, to change up as well. All right. So correct me if I'm wrong. So I believe they still have Katie Mack, Annie O'Neill, Bridget Patterson, Katie Perkins, Talia McGrath, Madeline Penner, Amanda Jade Wellington, Tegan McFarlane, Darcy Brown, Sarah Coit. Uh, I know Alex Price is out of the team this year. Megan Schutt, Nell Bryson-Smith, and a new addition, Gemma Barsby. That is cor- that is pretty much correct there. Yeah, a couple of big changes that have happened um, up in that. First off, your thoughts. Ellie Falconer has left Adelaide Strikers to go to the Melbourne Renegades. You know, how big of that is a, that a move? Because that was the early one they announced. That That is huge in my opinion. I mean, I know she only played a few games here and there. She kind of flew under the radar a little bit. Um, but, I mean, you know, if you, if you want to get playing time, you've got to move around. You've got to do what's right for your career. And um, I think this trade may be beneficial for her. Now, obviously, the one that everyone's going to be talking about is Susie Bates leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has been a mainstay of this team for years. But with England playing New Zealand during the period of WBBL, that means that her and, we have to say, quite a lot of the Kiwis and English girls that will be playing in this competition, they're out. Yeah, so Susie Bates obviously was a huge, huge name to see missing from the list. We've got Laura Woolvart out as well. And also they've lost Stefani Taylor. So I think that's going to take a huge toll on them this year. I mean, their bowling still looks really strong with the names they have. I'm a little bit worried their batting is going to suffer. I think their batting is going to suffer big time. I mean, as you said, their bowling attack is absolutely brilliant. Anyone who hasn't followed the WBBL that much, you'll recognize a few of these names that they've got there in terms of being led by Megan Schutt and Sarah mm. Coit, you know, mainstays of the team. Darcy Brown, very handy bowler. Talia McGrath has shown her worth at the international level. Uh, Amanda Jade Wellington, uh, we believe, is going to be playing a game, but don't be surprised if she gets called up as well for the uh, at some point. Yeah, I mean, AJ has been doing a fantastic job throughout, you know, all the seasons she's been playing ever since coming to the uh, the Aussie stage. She's really uh, made a name for herself as well. But obviously being out of the Aussie team for a while gives you a chance to focus on state games instead. But, I mean, we haven't really heard anything from AJ in a while. So, I mean, if she comes back, I really hope she uh, takes the competition by storm. There has been one very late announcement, and I'm talking uber late, as in the last couple of days. And this one was an absolute shock to the system. Dane Van Nykerk joining the Adelaide Strikers. There were rumours she was going to take this season off, but not only is she going to play, she's going to play against her partner. I'm actually quite excited to see um, her and and Marazan, you know, face up against each other. Obviously, they've been in the Sixers team together for a while. So I think it, it will be kind of, it will be interesting to see them go against each other. I mean, it might be good... Uh, for them to, to further their games in separate teams, not have to rely on each other as much. Um, but I, I certainly think it's interesting, uh, that's for sure. And as you said, a very surprise, surprising call-up for Dane as well. We all saw uh, Marazan get, get the call for the Scorchers, so this is going to be interesting. I, I think that this is going to this is a big change up, and to be honest, I see this as a bridge too far now to the Adelaide Strikers. I originally called them missing the finals. 
I'm going so far as to say I think they're going to struggle this year. I just don't think they've got the batting. I I think they're going to finish. I I want to say middle order, but with with the lack of batting in that team, I actually want to say closer to the bottom of the table. Not quite the spoon, but closer to the bottom. You think? not not quite not quite the spoon. Not number eight, but I'm thinking maybe number six if they're lucky. All right, so they're going to go nowhere at this stage. So Basically. with that, so <laughs> let's go short. to the Brisbane Heat, coached by you know. A, you know, one of the players, we have to mention him as well because he's one of the players that would rate in terms of the mediocre players of the noughties in Ashley Nofke. We all remember him trotting out once or twice for Australia in the one day is and being a regular mainstay of the Queensland team. The mediocre players in the 90s and the noughties, he was a, he's a regular on there, but he's got himself a good gig now and he's done pretty well with his Brisbane Heat squad over the last few years. Yeah, and I mean, let's hope the mediocre players of the noughties is kind of like the up-and-coming, you know, really firing players <laughs> of the 2010s. Let's hope so because the, the, the Heat have had a great run in the past. So, I mean, we really want to keep that going. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into the Brisbane Heat lineup themselves. Um, some some changes happen here, not as much, obviously, as the Adelaide Strikers. Take us through it. All right. So, we have... Maddie Green, Michaela Hinckley, Laura Kimmins, Charlie Knott, Georgia Vole, uh, Grace Harris, Jess Jonathan, my good, well, name counterpart in Georgia Redmayne, Nicola Hancock, Georgia Prestwich, Courtney um, Sippel, I believe, is also coming back. And I, ask, ask me any time, and I'll say that is actually a pretty solid, well-rounded team. It is. It is. There's been a couple of announcements that have that have come through in this. Firstly, Delissa Kimmins has announced her retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, I think, that was to be expected. However, she has been in the game forever and a day. Yeah. Um, Anik Bosch has come over the South Africans, so a, a pickup there internationally. Yeah. Um, amid the one of the really sad stories, and we'll touch on this a little bit more a little bit later on, is um, Amelia Kerr. So. She's not even playing for New Zealand. She's actually taken cricket off this summer. Yeah. And we'll come she, to that a little bit later She's taking time on. off, which is, yeah. which is sad, but, I mean, you know, current and day have, and age. Indeed. They have lost Lily Mills as well, who has gone to the Perth Scorchers. Um, they have, the other players I can announce, so Maddie Green is a late um, withdrawal, is actually now a late withdrawal. Oh, and it's only okay. just there you come go. Through, it's only just come through today. So these are these are how hot some of these some of these changes are happening right now. The other one as well, and we should mention it as well, is that with the Indians in town, a lot of them have been picked up for the BBL this year, and I can confirm that Poonam Yadav has joined the Brisbane Heat. I mean, if they're around, they're, they're about to finish the competition tonight. If they're around, they've done the quarantine. They've done the hard yards. I mean, let's let's get him in the competition. Let let's boost the. Uh, the, the competition standards, I'm keen. Absolutely. And let's hope we can show a few people in India what the women's cricket game is all mm. about because they are screaming for a women's IPL and honestly, they deserve it. Oh, some of the stories you hear out of India. I love hearing Lisa Staleka explaining the stories that some of these players um, go through and venture through just, just to play international cricket for their country as a female. It's, it is jaw-dropping to hear these stories and some of them are amazing and 
honestly motivate me to, you know, run, run a lot harder and try a lot harder as well because I've been given this opportunity to play a sport I love. Now, we, we should mention that uh, this Brisbane Heat team has been very dominant over the last few years. While they have lost Beth Mooney and Sammy Joe Johnston over the last couple of years in particular, they have retained a very damaging lineup headed up by Georgia Redmayne, Jess Johnson, and, Gra- and Grace Harris. Now, it's, it's a very damaging batting lineup. This, their, their bowling attack relies a bit on spin, but the spin is very handy. Spin is very handy, especially in T20. You're under a lot of pressure to get runs in such a short space of time. Um, you know, spin undoes quite a few players as well. I mean, it's it's one of my undoings when I play, that's for sure. Uh, but, you know, spin can take a game, you know, by the horns, but also batting can really win a game as well if you're on top of it. My only issue is is that they're, they're, this squad is looking a bit thin. It looks very thin. <laughs> it, looks, it looks very thin. I mean, come on. But... I mean, we, Nicola Hancock can bowl pace and Georgia Prestwich can bowl pace and there's a couple of others as well. So I hope that I hope that they're not shooting themselves in the foot with the lack of spin and, and pace bowling options. I, I, think I think they'll still make top four. My, my concern is with this lineup is that one or two injuries and they could be in a downward spiral. One or two injuries, and they're going to be scavenging players uh, from local Tasmania. That's for sure, guaranteed. Jeez. So Brisbane top four, but you know, very very nervous prediction in that regards to that. Let's go over to the team that I, I don't I don't get this. I, how does how do you have a squad this big? We are talking the Hobart Hurricanes. They're coached by Salian Briggs. They finished eighth and last last year, but. Georgia, talk about ring, ringing the cleaners through this lineup. Well, I mean, they they have finished Wooden Spoon for quite a few years now. I'm not surprised they are doing everything they possibly can to try and stop themselves from being the Wooden Spoon again. I'm, I'm honestly not surprised. If, if I'm Wooden Spoon, you know, a couple of years in a row or just towards the bottom, I am going to throw my all into recruiting players and the recruiting players they have absolutely done let's it's so big this squad is so big we're probably gonna have to go through the immediate changes that have occurred and get your thoughts on these first off corinne hall leaving for the sydney thunder that's huge corinne hall has been part of the hurricanes for years she is i believe one of the founding members or at least one of the seniors of the squad so to see her leave and, and go to the Sydney Thunder, the reigning champions, that, that is massive. The, uh, her with the pumped-up kicks, Molly Strano, has joined from the Melbourne Renegades. I love watching her play. Oh, she's, she's just, she looks she's, like she's just enjoying herself. She looks like she's having fun. She's getting in amongst it. She is just such a character. And she, she, joins, the, she joins in with the crowd as well. She gets them revved up and pumped up. To the game too, so I think this could really boost the morale uh, of the Hobart Hurricanes fans, and and I think this this could do them wonders. Is she going to turn up with those white boots? <laughs> she she might have Katy Perry on speed dial for all we know. She, she, she may she, do. She could, 
She, I don't know. There might be a Katy Perry, you know, cameo appearance for all we know. All right, no, let, let's anyway. stay on topic here. Let's, let's stay, on, stay topic. on topic. Let's stay on topic. <laughs> stay on topic. Rachel Treneman has joined mm-hmm. from the Sydney Thunder. So while Corinne Hall goes in one direction, Rachel Treneman goes the other. That's right. But unfortunately for Rachel Treneman, uh, apparently six weeks ago, six or nine weeks ago, I can't quite remember, you know, dyslexic numbers looked the wrong way around. Uh, she actually ruptured her ACL in pre-season training. Oh. So she's had to undergo the, undergone the knife. She's had the reconstruction surgery. So it's been announced that she unfortunately will not be playing. Um, and that could be very, very dangerous for the team. And that's a, that's a, I've, I've been through that. Mm-hmm. I have been through that. It's a very, very painful experience and it's a long recovery. It's a um, long recovery due to the lack of blood flow where the injury occurs. And the worst thing the worst thing I experienced with it as well, and you know, while I wish I, I hope it doesn't happen, but it, it will happen, mm-hmm. unfortunately, is the weight gain. Now I I can talk yep. from personal experience. I went from being fit and eighty five kilos to ballooning to hundred and twenty because you're just not Jeez. moving. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a pleasant experience. These these athletes, you know, they'll do a much better job than I will, and but, me, <laughs> and, and, well, and and yourself. But I mean, you can speak you you can speak from what you you've done, what you've seen in your studies. Like this is it it is one of the worst things to go through as an ACL reconstruction and recovery. On, honestly, any reconstruction is horrible. I've had a shoulder reconstruction, and I was out for at least six months as well, going through the rehab and. Unfortunately, I was a bit slack with it as well, so I haven't regained full mobility of my shoulder. But you know, any any surgery, you don't want any injury to occur in anybody's career. It's it's just horrible. It's horrible. Couple of the international changes that have occurred, and there's been a few of them here. So first off, there is no Haley Matthews for the Hurricanes. No, no Haley Matthews. I mean, we did see her unfortunately have to leave the competition a few years ago as well due to a knee injury, but um. That's going to be big because she was one of their opening batsmen as well, or at least one of their top water batsmen, and they heavily relied on her for runs. The next one, Chloe Tryon, is gone. Yep, unfortunately, we're seeing we're seeing a bit of a uh, a pattern here emerging. Unfortunately, the strong players are just not able to come back due to either international duties or you know just not not being not getting the call up, but not also not wanting to go through quarantine again. Uh, the next one, uh, Mion Dupree has joined from the Melbourne Stars. This she was one of the, that that year from hell for the Melbourne Stars. She was the one of the finds of the season. She was Mion Dupree is a fantastic player to watch when she's firing. Um, such a lovely person as well. I've I've spoken you know with her, exchanged some messages on on Twitter and everything like that, and. She seems like a genuine nice person as well, but I mean, I wouldn't want to get in front of her on a pitch because she looks like she she has a real you know concentration face that you you don't want to deal with. You don't want to mess with that because who knows what's going to happen. And the the late late change that came through here, Nell Bryson Smith has left the Hobart Hurricanes for the Adelaide Strikers. Yeah, look, we we talked about it with Ellie uh, Faulkner, I believe Faulkner Faulkner. Um, you know, you want to try and get as much playing time, as much experience as possible. And unfortunately, if you're not being used in in a team, sometimes a transfer or obviously being traded to another team, it, it may very well be the way to go to really, you know, make a name for yourself so our selectors notice you. 
it's a very this lineup here is actually much better than you think. Very the bowling lineup, if they have everyone available, is actually quite dangerous and it's just gotten better. Taylor Val Valmanik, Macy Gibson, Chloe Rafferty, Nicola Carey, they now pick up Molly Strano as well. Mm-hmm. It's a handy lineup. Taylor Valamic, Maisie Gibson, Nicola Carey, you know, you name it, Belinda Vacawera, they have some fantastic names in that team who can certainly cause a lot of issues for the other team. I mean, we, we've seen uh, Maisie Gibson, Miguel, my, my pal, you know, come through with the Gibby, Shim- Gibby Shimmy. I mean, she just she gets wickets for fun. She gets wickets for fun and she really has fun, you know, out on the pitch as well. So, unfortunately, due to an ACL injury last year, she missed out on the competition. But fantastic to, you know, see her back, see her firing and, you know, getting some more wickets and, and a few more giddy shimmies. The uh, the batting lineup's not bad either. Rachel Priest, supported by Nicola Carey, uh, and they've got Naomi Stallenberg, and Rachel Priest in in this lineup, it's handy. I think they're going to do better than eighth place, much oh, better than eighth place. Definitely, that that is not a wooden spoon team. If ever I've seen one, that is not a wooden spoon team at all. I'm I'm thinking maybe top four, or maybe even you know above middle for sure. Above you're, you're, above middle, you're calling them top four. Um, I'll I, I say think, top four. I'll say I, top four. I think they are a chance. I think they're the biggest chance to break into the top four from outside it. You know, so, if, if, if all goes well, they could very well take it out. They uh, could take it out. Dark horses. Dark horses have been yeah, announced. Everyone loves an underdog. Absolutely. Let's go to the let's go to the last team before we uh, move on. Is the Melbourne Renegades, coached by Simon Helmot. They finished seventh last year. Uh, we mentioned already Molly Strano leaving the the Gades for the Hurricane. The Gades yep. for the Canes. Maitland Brown has left the the Gades for the Sixers. Ooh, now that I saw as a very interesting swap, um, or, or you know transfer. I mean. Maitland Brown is a fantastic cricketer. She is also a very handy designer as well, design technology I've seen uh, through Instagram as well. Some really nifty wallets. If ever anybody's interested, feel free to hit her up. Um, But, you know, I I think that might – I don't think it will cost them, but I think they'll feel it. I definitely think they'll feel the loss of of, uh, Maitland Brown. Holly Furling has joined from the Melbourne Stars. Ooh, now pace attack. That's what we want to see, although there is definitely no shortage of pace attack in the Renegades team. Yeah. We've already mentioned Ellie Falconer joining the Gates from the Adelaide Strikers. Jess Duffin, glad to announce that she is making her return. Uh, year off having a, having a baby. Congratulations to her and her husband for, the, mm-hmm. for their birth. Um, Rihanna O'Donnell will be making her term, uh, uh, return to the WBBL after a year off. Great to see her back on the field. And a couple of other announcements that have come through in terms of departures. So we, we do know that Lizelle, you mentioned Lizelle Lee had signed to go to the Hurricanes but has pulled out. Yes, so her and her partner have announced that they are, in fact, expecting a child. Um, so congratulations to them both. Uh, so she has she has pulled out for this season, obviously, um, you know, spend time with the family and, and just get things prepared for, for the arrival. The the one that the other one that's occurred is Amy Sanathwaite and Leah Tahuhu uh, mm-hmm. both pulled out of the Renegades this year, although I do believe that is because New Zealand is playing England. 
yeah, I, I don't think there's any surprise there with the um, in, international um, game overlapping. I think if, the, if that wasn't going ahead, then they would very definitely, very most definitely be back in the team. Uh, but but I think you know without Leah Tahuhu, there could be a bit of a gap in the uh, in the bowling attack. However, in, incoming for the team, Evelyn Jones has uh, signed up from England. They've also got Jemima Rodriguez and Harman Preet Kaur, who has previously played in this competition, although for the Sydney Thunder. Harman Preet Kaur and Jemima Jemima Rodriguez are very strong players. We we you know we're currently watching them. Uh, play play in the series. Jemima Rodriguez just scoring for fun from what I saw in, I think it was the first game, just having a lot of fun, scored easy breezy 49, was still laughing, joking, everything. And Harmon pre-court, we didn't see her for much of the series uh, with, unfortunately, a, a hand or a finger injury. But, you know, she she's come back. She's made some runs. She's making a steady return. So, I hope she's uh, all cylinders firing come Thursday. So we'll see how they go with this one. It was a very deep batting lineup. A couple of my, uh, a couple of my favourite players in this in this team in particular, and um, the two names in particular that stands out for me are Sophie Molyneux and the Wolf herself, Georgia Wareham. Oh, Sophie Molyneux, love her a bit. She just. She's really enjoying cricket now. She took time off, uh, obviously, due to mental health. I believe it was maybe last year or the year before. Went through shoulder surgery as well. Came back from that. But now she's absolutely loving her cricket. She's loving being on the field. And you can see her really putting in the hard yards as well. She's really working hard to improve her game. So it is fantastic to see that and, you know, continue to push women's cricket into um, – amazing levels that we haven't really seen before. And then and then obviously their their marquee player now in, in Georgia Wareham the Wolf. Um and she her bowling has come in leaps and bounds. Of course. Look we we've seen it through the uh the Indian the India Australia series. She is called on when wickets are needed and I'm pretty sure from every game I've seen First over, she comes in, she takes a wicket. I know a couple of games ago, first ball she came in, she took a wicket as well. So I really hope she brings that attack to the Renegades um, T20 games this season because that is going to be exciting. Well, it's where do we see this team coming out? It is a very young team. The only player really older than 25 in this lineup is Jess Duffin. Um, mm. I don't think they're quite ready for finals yet. They'll go close, but in a couple of years, I think they're going to be powerful. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not seeing finals. Definitely not seeing finals. But I'm. I'm thinking in the top half of the table. I think they've made quite a few good investments this season. So I, I think top half of the table at least. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take our break, and when we come back, we're going to have part two of the preview for the 2021-22 WBBL. You are listening to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn and all good podcast sites. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, the Hornsby Karingai Post, the Hornsby RSL and ISC Sport. We'll be right back. It's time for the crew to catch their breath. We'll be back after this short break. Do you think the government deserves more of your hard-earned money? If not, make sure you talk to Atlas Chartered Accountants. 
Atlas Chartered Accountants makes sure the money you earn stays in your pocket through legal tax planning strategies, from finding that last tax deduction to tax-effective business structures for asset protection purposes so you can invest in what really matters, your family and business. Visit their website at ihatetax.com.au. Atlas Chartered Accountants. They are dedicated to you and dedicated station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Want to look your sporting best on and off the field? Then make sure you get kitted out with ISC Sport Teamwear. ISC Sport are Australia's leading name in custom sports uniforms with a wide range of sportswear tailored to your team's needs. 100% Australian-owned and fully customisable. ISC Sport cover all four winter codes and cricket, basketball, netball and hockey as well as training and outerwear, ensuring you look the part when representing your community. As Don Rizzuto would say, look sharp and play pretty with ISC Sport. Visit their website, iscsport.com, for more information. ISC Sport, official clothing partners of Triple H 100.1 FM. Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au. Bowling is back in Hornsby. The Attic offers a 10-pin bowling experience like no other with Australia's first ever augmented reality scoring experience that will take your game to a whole new level. With a selection of traditional and custom-built arcade games, the Attic Entertainment Precinct is complete with a bar and lounge area to keep you entertained for hours. Specialising in kids' parties and celebrations, the Attic at Hornsby RSL Club is perfect for your next special event. Whether it be an afternoon out with the kids or a night out with friends, it will be an unforgettable occasion that will bowl you and your guests over. Visit our website, theattichornsby.com.au for more information. The Attic, proud sponsors of Triple H. Welcome back to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. Welcome back to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn and all good podcast sites. Anthony the Bull Caruso with the Queen of North Taramara, Georgia Lomas Futterin, as we discuss 2021-22 WBBL. We've gone through the first four teams in what is already going to look like a fairly topsy-turvy competition this year. And it's good. we're going to continue on now with the second half of the teams in alphabetical orders. And we're going to cross over now to the other side of Melbourne. It is the Melbourne Stars, Georgia, coached by Jared Lofman. They finished first and grand finalist and continue the age-old tradition of Melbourne Stars choking. <laughs> I was thinking that as you were leading into, into that as well. I must say that. But I mean, I really hope they don't choke again. I'm so sick of seeing them get so far. I really want them to actually win something. One, like, yeah. <laughs> okay, something. Now, that's a little harsh, but I really want them to win the series at least once. And well, and also the Hurricanes. I mean, come on. Yeah, well, I mean, we feel sorry for the Hurricanes. I don't think anyone feels sorry for the Melbourne Stars. Let's face it. So I mean, you can't well, anyone, feel sorry anyone, for them anyone, when they've anyone, got Meg Lanning. Let's face it, anyone north of um, the Murray, let's face it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No no one feels sorry for the Melbourne Stars. Uh, yeah, the Melbourne Stars, absolutely. You mentioned Meg, you've mentioned Meg Lanning. Um, she's joined, she was joined last year and she stayed on by her sister, Anna. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but there's been a few other changes that have occurred here. We'll go through them right now for the Melbourne Stars. First off, Alana King to the Perth Scorchers. That that is big. She she was their spin maestro, as far as I can remember. That that's that is going to be big. Um, her loss is going to be massive as far as I'm concerned. So as far as I can see, looking through the list, they've only got three spinners to choose from. We've already mentioned Holly Furling leaving for crosstown rivals at the Renegades. Um, We've got a couple of their international players not available, Catherine Brunt and Nat Siver. Um, Mm -hmm. They are both busy for international duties against New Zealand, but that will hurt them because they have been mainstays of this star's lineup. They they have been huge. Catherine Brunt, um, obviously pace machine coming in bowling bowling those pace balls that everybody. Uh, Nat Siver, fantastic all rounder, very handy with the bat, can also get a wicket here and there as well. Fantastic, and her catch, one of her catches from the previous seasons, actually took out catch of the WBBL so far. It was voted by all the spectators, all the followers as the best catch. And I must say, it, it's a it's a pretty spectacular catch. We then move on. We've already mentioned Minon Dupree, who has left Melbourne Stars for the Hobart Hurricanes. Kim Garth has signed on. Having previously played for the Perth Scorchers, she's playing under the Irish banner, though. She's, she's jumping around. She's been in the Sixers. She's been in the Scorchers. And... Hey, let, let's add a third team to that, shall we? We get. We then ha- announce uh, Maya Bossier has joined as an international player, very handy player for England. Obviously, she's probably she's going to be stationed here on standby mm-hmm. to jump in and play. But she's a very handy all rounder for the uh, for the competition as well. So we'll see how she goes in the Australian conditions. And one of your good mates. Maddie yep. Dark has joined from the Sydney Sixers. She has. I'm so proud of Maddie. She's come so far um, over the past few seasons. I've watched her grow up from a little kid to, to being a fantastic adult in university as well. So I, I really hope that this pays this transfer pays off for her. I know it will. She'll be a fantastic batsman for them. And I just hope she grabs the opportunity with both hands and runs with it. Now, there have there is one other late announcement that has come through for international rivals. Lindsay Smith, the English woman, will be joining the lineup. Another one of the players that's going to be based over here on standby in case anything happens over in New Zealand. We're starting to see a little bit a little bit of that here, the second string English women playing in Australia while they wait for a potential call-up. I mean, why not keep them warm? Australia's only hop, skip, and a jump away. And it, well, okay, it's more like a two-hour plane ride. But, and, and, I mean, four, <laughs> and 14 days in, in quarantine. And, yeah, and of course, 14 days in quarantine. I just hope they don't leave the um, – we need someone urgently to the last minute or that's going to be a disaster. But, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with keeping yourself warm and, and you know, getting your stats up in the meantime as well while, while waiting for the call-up. It's a big batting lineup. This Meg Lanning, Anna Lanning, Elise Villani, and Annabelle Sutherland. It's a it's a great lineup, and add in you know the ability of Maddie Dark as well. Um, and I mean, Erin Osborne can hit a ball a fair distance as well. Yeah, absolutely. My big worry for them is their bowling attack. No Catherine Brunt, no Holly Furling, no Alana King, no Nat Siver. They were they were outstanding last year, but. For me, if I call the Hobart Hurricanes coming in, I call the Melbourne Stars going out. I mean, they do have Annabelle Sutherland, but one 
semi-fast bowler is unfortunate. It, it, it's no match for losing Catherine Brunt, Nat Siva, just all those players. I, I think they might feel it this year. I think they might feel it. Is it enough for them to drop out of the top four? I think so. I, I don't think they're going to be close to, to that finals win this year. We then move over to the Perth Scorchers, coached by Shelley Nitschke, uh, absolute Southern Stars legend. Mm-hmm. Finished fourth in semi-finalists. And, you know, here's another one where the, the cleaners have just been run through. And here we go. First off, this one was a big one. Nicole Bolton. Uh, not only announcing that she's joining the Sydney Six, but in the last couple of days announced her retirement from state cricket. She's been in and around that that WA team for I think they said seventeen years. I mean that that is that is such a long career, and congratulations to her for such a decorated career as well. But I mean we've all we've all seen her. We, we know she bowls somewhat, so I think that's going to be a, a, a bit of a loss. Uh, for for the Perth Scorchers because looking at this bowling attack, they have everything but slower pace bowlers. The yeah, well, absolutely, and yeah, you know, it's it's a shame that they're going to lose um, Nicole Bolton. One of the, it's how she goes about it is going to be a challenge, and she's been the heart and soul of Western Australia for years. So let's mm. let's see how let's see how they they now go about go about it now. Um, Alana King, we've already mentioned, has joined from the Melbourne Stars. Uh, a couple of their international players, Amy Jones, unavailable. Sarah Glenn, unavailable. Uh, that's not to be. That's not surprising given the international season it's having. One of the big, first big surprises that came up, Marazan Cup has joined the Perth Scorchers from the Sydney Sixers. Look, Marazan has had a fantastic uh, career with with the Sydney Sixers. And I, I think this could be very a very interesting matchup, that's for sure. Perth Scorchers, uh, when they come up against the Adelaide Strikers, whew, there could be some fireworks when Dane comes into bat. That will be very interesting to watch. and I'm very keen to see how that, that comes out. One of the other international announcements that's come through is Chamari Atapato has joined as an international player. She has previously played for the Melbourne Renegades, but she is one of the real shining lights in the Sri Lankan team. She is, and she has a big bat on her as well. And her bowling, I mean, that that could really help just calling on someone else. I mean, they've got a lot of bowlers in that team, that's for sure. So, I mean, there there's no short of uh, bowling options, that's for sure, if, if someone needs a rest or if someone sits out a game. With uh, the, the news, Emma King retiring, um, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, you know, it, it could be her her and Nicole Bolton basically joining each other uh, in retirement. And we wish Emma King all the very best. Gemma Barsby has let, we mentioned she's left Perth for the Adelaide Strikers. And this one here, very late, Lisa Griffiths joining from the Sydney Sixers. That is, <laughs> that that is a surprise to me. I didn't see that one coming at all. That's for sure. So I think that change is going to be very interesting. We know Lisa was part of the Sydney Thunder for quite a while as well. Um, so for her to to jump across to the Sixers and now jumping even further if the competition goes um, o- opens back up to all the, the states, that, that could be very interesting. And I actually heard um, from a friend of mine, Ashley Day, she has signed with the Perth Scorchers as well, former UWCC alumni. 
has been called up to play with the Perth Scorchers for this season. That only came through, I think, a day ago. Oh, fantastic. Look, that's a great opportunity for her. And, you know, being able to break in the WBBL will only um, enhance the reputation further. They still retain two of the most damaging batters in the competition in Beth Mooney and Sophie Devine. And I think the the recruitment of Marazan Cup is going to be is huge for them, along with Chamari Atapatu. I think they're going to retain a lot of their, their batting damage. The issue is, for me, is that they're very top-heavy. They are. I mean... I don't know who's going to carry the bat further down the order, that's for sure. But, I mean, you know, batting can win a game quite easily. That, that's, that's been shown in, in many T20 games. So, I mean, it could be an issue or it could also be a blessing in disguise. A solid campaign last year. Uh, some shrewd business. They finished fourth last year. I think they retain in the top four just. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking just. Or maybe worst comes to worst fifth. We then move over to the Sydney Sixers, coached by Ben Sawyer this year. And you talk about teams going on recruitment strategies. This is a team that has basically taken their lineup and just gone, you know what? We mentioned Homer Simpson at the start. They've basically gone and done that. They have cut half the squad and there's more to come as well from what there, we there's, understand there's more there's more to come i mean they have a couple more days to keep going if they please so um i mean very interesting to see a lot of the players go but we have some pretty good names coming in as well so well, don't be too surprised let's go straight into it so to start off with obviously we've announced that nicole bolton has joined from the perth scorchers yep. they've signed maitland brown from the melbourne renegades mm-hmm. their first loss well sarah ailey has announced her retirement from wbbl she is focusing on coaching and playing some matches in new south wales women's premier cricket yes and and sarah ailey Gives back to whichever club she's with, most definitely. So um, I, I think this could be a very uh, interesting decision. But, I mean, she, she was one of the key players and she took wickets in crucial moments as well for um, for the Sixers. So that that could be a little damaging. The, the big surprise for me was obviously the announcement of Marazan Cup and Dane van Nijkerk obviously leaving. Marazan has gone to the Perth Scorchers. Dane has gone to the Adelaide Strikers. They, as I said, they've been a mainstay of the Sixers squad for years. They so, have, and they're such amazing women as well. I, I got to speak with them on Zoom, I think it was last season, um, and it was arranged by the Sydney Sixers as well with their LGBTQIA supporters group. Fantastic ladies, and, you know... It's it's cricket. That's how cricket goes. You play for one team, you make a name for yourself, and then another team calls up and has a better offer. So, you know, the, these things happen. We then have Maddie Dark, who has left for the Melbourne Stars, we mentioned. Lisa Griffiths, we mentioned, has gone to the Perth Scorchers. But there has been some very late announcements for the, for the Sydney Sixers coming through. And mm-hmm. they're on the international side. So we can Ooh. confirm that uh, Shafali Verma and Radha Yadav from the Indian team have joined the Sydney Sixers. And they've also announced Claire Moore as a replacement player for uh, Hayley Silver-Holmes, who unfortunately has 
pulled out due to a hip injury. And also Jade Allen has also signed from none other than universities. Oh, fantastic. We wish her all the very best. We might have to try and get Jade Allen on at some point then as well, will we? I might just have to uh, have a bit of a look through the contacts in my phone. Yeah, just just give her the prod. It's like, hey, I need you to do a radio gig for me. Hey, bud, need you. <laughs> yeah, need you. It's, it's a bold, it's a bold season. This this is Ben Sayers' last year as coach of the Sydney Sixers. He's going to move full time into his new position as assistant coach of the Australian women's cricket team, and mm-hmm. really, he's hit the reset button hard on this team. He really has, and obviously, with all these these cuts within the team, most definitely. Uh, Lisa Stalaka being named as as one of the head of recruiting uh, members. So I, I obviously they're making fantastic choices. Uh, so you know all, all all the best to the Sixers. This could be a very interesting season. However, with this many changes, this much pressure on their big names, the likes of Aaron Burns, Ash Gardner, Elise Perry, Alisa Healy, the up and coming Stella Campbell. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on this on this nucleus, and if they don't fire, you know, this is going to be a team that I think could really struggle. And Sydney Sixers for mine, another one of those teams. I think if things don't go their way, or one or two injuries come up, I can see them going backwards. Sydney Sixers in the past have most certainly be a team. Most certainly is a team that that presses the panic button very quickly if something doesn't go right. They love they love consistency. And yeah, they, they might panic a little bit if all these new players don't click with their pre-existing ones. But I think as as the team comes together, they get to know each other, they learn how each other plays. I I think we they could be okay. They could they could function very well. We then go over to the crosstown rivals, the Sydney Thunder, who coached by Trevor Griffith, they finish third and champions last year and lots to talk about with this team as well not as much as the Sydney Sixers but some real surprises to come out of this one to start off with we know that Corinne Hall has joined from the Hobart Hurricanes we know that Rachel Treneman left for the Hobart Hurricanes and unfortunately is out for the rest of the season mm-hmm. we can inform that Heather Knight and Tammy Beaumont will both be unavailable due to international duties which is no surprise there has been one incredibly surprising omission from the team it is Saskia Hawley has not been re-signed by the Thunder. I saw that and that really surprised me. That that really surprised me. I mean, she could have been she could have been the the player that was the difference in in this team. I mean, they are a very bowling heavy squad. I think having a batsman, another batsman, it it, it wouldn't have hurt and especially without um their South African player. What's her name? Shabnam Ismail. As well. She is also pulled out of the competition this year. I think that could be a very heavy blow, and I fear that that may just put a little bit too much pressure on Sammy Joe Johnson and Hannah Darlington in the uh, bowling attack. Well, they, the other announcers have got in terms of who they have signed into this lineup. Um, Smriti Manhana has signed for the Sydney Thunder, having previously played for the Brisbane Heat and the Hobart Hurricanes. They've also signed Depti Sharma and Issy Wong, one of the reserve players for England, coming into this into this lineup. But you're absolutely right to start off with. Uh, what a bowling lineup this is. The likes of Sammy Joe Johnson, Samantha Bates, Hannah Darlington, Sh- um, Lauren Smith as well. 
And um, Olivia Porter. Olivia Porter as well, yes. I mean, this is a very strong lineup. And they also have two very strong keepers, Phoebe Litchfield and Talia Wilson too. I mean, these ladies, are, they are more than capable of taking Beckys behind the stumps. Their batting, though, looks incredibly weak. No Heather Knight, no Tammy Beaumont, no Rachel Treneman. I believe no Rachel Haynes as well. I think she's out injured as well, is she not? She has signed on from what I've seen, but we haven't got any clarity as of yet. Her and her partner, Leah Poulton, just welcomed a little boy into the world, Mr. Hugo as well. So congratulations to them. Uh, but again, with, with this injury and also maternity leave, I'm not 100% sure what Rachel is going to be uh, doing. I'm not sure what the plan is. Real, I really don't. And given how much change there is and the lack of batting in this lineup, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to say I'm going out on a limb and I'm calling thunder for the spoon this year. Oh, that that feels a little bit steep. I mean, I, I'm saying definitely not champions again. I can't see that happening. I'm, I'm saying below the middle of the table. I don't want to put an exact number on it. I'm not saying spoon, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not seeing top four, that, that's for sure. I won't put you under the gun for this, but who are your two teams to battle to avoid the spoon? I'll give you the allowance for two. Ooh, two? Okay. Well, okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. Uh, avoidance of the spoon. I'm going to say possibly strikers. They may really suffer this year and I'm I'm going to have to say the thunder. It's, it's I don't not... want to say it, but I'm saying it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's you don't want to, but you have to. It's it's a it's a shame right, there yeah. so. Yeah. So for here we go. The top our top the top 4 that we are calling at this point. I I think for certain I think you'll find the Hobart Hurricanes will be there. Yep, agreed. Agreed. Yep. I think the Perth Scorchers will be there. Yeah, maybe, maybe depending on how it all goes. I am calling the Brisbane Heat. Mhm. Once again, and I'm calling my Bolter as the Melbourne Renegades. I think it's going to be those four teams and possibly even the Sixers if all things go if all things go well. So I reckon it could be a fight for the top 4 and one of those teams missing out by the skin of their teeth. Quite possibly, and we've seen it. Like when you get to this state, when the end of the stage of the season, that net net run rate becomes absolutely crucial. And and I'm thinking it's going to be that net run rate that that means one of those teams is going to miss it. Big prediction for this: Who do you think is going to be your bolter as an individual player this year? Ooh, individual player. Oh man, why do you do this to me? Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> I'll make it easy. I'll make it easy. I'll make it easy for you. Do you see anyone from the Sixers coming in and bolting big? Big, uh, honestly, I think Stella Campbell. Big, big, bad Stella. Okay, she's not bad. She's lovely. Uh, but her bowling pace has gone up massively over the time that I've known her. And, I mean, you know, bowling in a test side, I think that will be just the confidence she needs uh, to, to perform one of her best seasons yet. Well, we hope, we certainly hope so. She was absolutely amazing with us on Splinters a couple of weeks ago. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. She is absolutely an absolute pleasure to have. And you know, I know she, you're, you're sad to have seen her leave universities, but she has joined our sister our sister team at Northern District, and she will fit in very hard. And let's face it, you know, 
let's face it, Georgia, it's Northern District are your your second team anyway, given they are your local team. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if there was any other team that I would join or that would poach me, I would say it's Northern District, considering Mark Taylor Oval is only a five-minute drive from my house. I mean, that would be prime to going to training. Imagine that, just leaving 10 minutes before training and getting there. Yeah, I'll see you later. <laughs> or, or being able to sleep in bed just that little bit longer and just go, oh, i got a home game. Yeah, I'm just going to set the alarm clock for an hour later. Thanks. Oh, mate, you joke, but uh, when universities plays Northern Districts, <laughs> that is the best game for me. Or even against Gordon. It is literally in my backyard. I'm more than happy to take the sleep in rather than getting up at like 6.30 to travel out to Raby. Even Manly's, even Manly's not too bad. It's not too bad depending on traffic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. On the traffic. Absolutely. Before we sign off on this episode, there's one thing we do need to bring up, and it is the discussion around mental health that has come up, especially within the WBBL over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. We've seen the increased professionalization of the women's competition, which is fantastic to see. The national women's team are professional, New South Wales is professional, Victoria is professional, and it's not going to be long before we see the other states re- achieve profession, proper professionalism where the women can achieve what would amount to a full-time wage. Yeah. But with that pressure now, we are now seeing some of those players that are being pushed up early all of a sudden realising that they're probably not mentally ready and they're taking those sabbaticals um, this season, we've seen it a couple of times now with certain players. The biggest name, I think, for one of the biggest names from the from the WBBL to pull out for personal reasons in that regard is young Amelia Kerr. And we have to remember, Amelia Kerr was playing for New Zealand as young as fifteen. That is huge, considering I was sitting in a classroom at 15 and making jokes at the back of my math class. So <laughs> that that really says a whole lot about you know, different career paths, but mental health is a huge aspect of the game. Obviously, Amelia Kerr has been on the scene for quite a while as well. We've seen, you know, Sophie Molyneux take time off uh, for mental health. And it's not just the women. I mean, the men struggle as well. Glenn Maxwell took time off to, to focus on mental health and it is no laughing matter. I mean, cricket is 80% mental and 20% skill. And I think a lot of these players, when they become professional, they they really feel that. It is all about tactics and strategy and knowing your game and knowing your body. And it, it really shows why psychology is really one of the most important aspects of cricket and and definitely a um, in, an important aspect to invest in for your players too. I know a lot of the teams have um, psychologists, Cricket Australia and um, Cricket Australia have psychologists that players can lean against and um, get receive help from as well. But it's a huge talking point within cricket nowadays. And the challenge is just going to get bigger as well and more difficult at times because unless you are one of those elite players, the access to that mental health support is a lot more difficult. And it just makes you wonder whether it's – something that the individual states now need to start taking proper attention to for the women as well. Maybe not so much New South Wales and Victoria since they've got everything down packed, but the smaller states as well, uh, in particular. Yeah, look, I, I couldn't agree more. And honestly, I don't even think it has to, you know, I, I think even uh, players within Premier Cricket 
if they need help, should should be reaching out because you, there shouldn't be players suffering um, and and really you know looking over their game with such a, a, a fine fine comb. Yet you know you should still be enjoying cricket and having fun. Um, if it gets to the point where you know you, you're so down that you don't want to play anymore, you're struggling. Then you know that, that that's not fun. That's not what you know, going out and enjoying sport is all about, you know, if, if you really do need the help, then there are resources around and reaching out is one of the best things that you can do. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is Stumps here on Splinters. And what an episode it is. We can't wait for WBBL to start off this week, this Thursday in particular. So, you know, it's going to be a cracking season ahead. So many changes. We managed to fill an entire episode with that without even breaking into a sweat. I want to thank my co-anchor, Georgia Lomas, the Futuran. Uh, pleasure having you back on again. And not only are you chomping at the bit for WBBL, you're chomping at the bit for New South Wales Women's Premier Cricket, which we think could be starting in just over a month's time. Mate, I'm just chomping for any sport at the moment. I am struggling. I need to watch something so much so that I found the European Cricket League on Foxtel. That is how desperate I got. (laughs) (laughs) You might have to join. You might have to join Zoe and myself watching Formula One as well. Uh, Mate, my clock is set. Seven forty on the fourteenth of October. Sydney Sixers versus the Melbourne Stars down at Blundstone Arena. Bring on WBBL. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Splinters, the Bench Podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn, and all good podcast sites. Of course, we do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, the Hornsby Karingai Post, the Hornsby RSL, and ISC Sports. On behalf of Georgia Lomas Futuran, I'm Anthony Caruso. Run hard or run home. Good night. Thank you for joining us for Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. You can also find us streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcasts.com and all good podcast and streaming sites.